the joys of technology. We've got some things to do in 2024, don't we? Good to see Pastor Marcelo and the DeCampos family back from Virginia. Amen. He, uh, he hiked up that mountain for the 21st time. And uh, I enjoyed the view. That's how I like to see it, just in a picture. He got up there and said it was, he said it was 13 degrees. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting here at 60-something degrees. I like this better. We're glad that they're home safe. Glad we're so thankful that everyone had a wonderful time. We pray you had a great time with family and friends. We just had Christmas yesterday. You know, Christmas is not just a day. Not a date on a calendar. Uh, You know, you just have to be flexible. And uh, our kids were all off. And, of course, Matt and Haley and Mackenzie were in Missouri with family. And so we finally all got together yesterday. And got to open gifts and have great time and eat lots of good food and uh, just a wonderful time. So whatever you did, wherever you went, uh, we pray and trust that you had a wonderful time. Look forward. I am so excited. I want to tell you today, Christmas is just 365 days from now. Woo! I can't wait. Are you excited? It's leap year. So it's 366 days from now. Oh my goodness. That extra day is killing me. Listen, but we have, we have something to look forward to. We have anticipation. But we, we just get about the Father's business. Our year goes so fast because we do things month to month. I'm already beginning to book speakers. And we plan by the end of January, we'll have the entire year planned. And then we begin to go month by month working that plan, looking forward to that, looking forward to Valentine's banquet. Oh, March, women's conference. You know, end of March, Easter, resurrection offering. Woo! Wow. And then June, we, I mean, we got summer and we got camps and we have, you see how fast it goes? It's unbelievable how when you have goals and you begin to work toward those goals, uh, you, you find that the year goes quick. What you can't do is you can't just say, well, you know what? Uh, it's a long time, a long year. I can just sit back and coast. And No, you know what will happen? It, it'll be the end of 2024 and you won't have accomplished anything. So you've got to get some goals and then you've got to begin to work toward those goals. Now... I, I, I know we, we so anticipated Christmas. It's kind of like the, the family. They, they, they were just kind of like me. Me and my wife have a different ideas of things. I'm like, Christmas is over. Cut the lights off. Take this stuff down. Let's go. We're in a new year. And she's like, no, turn the lights on. <laughs> you know. And so uh, I, I'm ready to, to, to move forward. But we can, we, we, we've got to have some goals. But the family were they were they were cleaning up, and uh, I, I know my wife will have me taking up the boxes. And by the time the year was over, because for Christmas I gave her another one, Nativity. Now she has how many? Forty-four Nativity scenes. Ain't nobody needs that many Nativities. 
You know what, my kid? Last night we were sitting around the table and we were playing games and we were eating and we were talking about all these. And I said, I said, you know what? One day all these nativities will be y'all's. And you know what my son said? He said, we'll be lucky if mama dies at Christmas time. And he's like, whoa, wait a minute. That's not what I meant. What he meant was they would already be all out of the boxes and, and up, you know. And he said, we can just turn this into a shrine. Of uh, nativity scenes. A nativity scene museum. That's right. And I was like, no, no, no. Listen, we got to give all these nativities away because my next wife might not like nativities. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble right here at the end of the year. Yeah, Jacob, he had to change that. He, we'll be lucky if Mama dies at Christmas. No, that's not lucky. Yeah, yeah, she said, which one? Well, hopefully it won't. Uh, just uh, my, my heart goes out, and I'm just uh, praying for my friend, the family. If you, many of you remember uh, Pastor Brian Herring was our youth pastor, him, him and his wife for many years. And uh, they were here. They, they're in Arkansas now. And uh, they were here. Uh, his mom cooked and got ready. They were having Christmas Friday. And uh, she woke up Friday morning and rolled over and told her husband, call the ambulance. I'm, I'm having a hard time breathing. And she rolled back over. He thought she was just getting comfortable. But that was it. Wednesday. And so uh, they were having Christmas on Thursday. So you know what? Listen, we're not promised tomorrow. So I took a little break in the middle of our day yesterday and I ran to that funeral. But listen, I'm telling you, right... We can, we, we can joke about things and whatever, but listen, there, there are people that are hurting. We've had some tragedies this year. We've, had, we've experienced some loss. If you have experienced loss of loved ones this year, man, our heart goes out to you. We love you, and we walk beside you. Only time and the Holy Spirit uh, can, 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 can heal your heart. We still uh, miss our family so bad. And we know you do. But you know, the Holy Spirit comforts us and He gets us through these hard times. But we begin to look. But back to the family. They're cleaning up. They're getting the totes out. They're putting the decorations up. And the little boy says, what are y'all doing? And Mama said, well, we got to take every Christmas down. And we got to pack it all up. And we got to get back to normal. And the little boy said, I don't want to get back to normal. Anybody feel that way? Man, I don't want to get back to normal. That means I gotta go back to work. Huh? That, that, that means I gotta pay some bills. That means we gotta do some work. That means we've gotta do some things. I mean, all of this is beautiful, but we gotta clean all this up. So, all you ladies, anybody off on Wednesday, come to the church and help Miss Amy. They're packing everything up. And uh, we're gonna roll. But it, listen, it's fun. Isn't it more fun to put it up than take it down? It's like packing for vacation. Oh, it's so exciting. But man, when you get home and everything's dirty and oh, it's just a drudgery. It's hard when it's over. But you know what? We don't look at it as over. We just look at it as we anticipate what's coming next. So yeah, Christmas is in the rearview mirror. We, we, we see it in the past and we remember it. And man, it was, it was amazing. I got some cool stuff. I got a little plaque on my desk with pictures of my grandbaby. It says, Papa Love. 
I got a cup with Best Papa and uh, my grandbabies on it. So all year long, I'm going to drink my coffee. I'm going to remember. Christmas is be, will be in the rearview mirror. I'll be looking at it in the past. I'll be remembering it. But you know what? I can't forget what it was all about. We don't, it's not just a day we, we tear open the presents and then we forget about it. Well, number one, uh, you, you can't forget about it because the credit card bill will come in January. Oh, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Amy will get the bill from Amazon. I keep telling her, you bought me another present. Y'all remember she bought my birthday present and she bought me a Christmas present the same way. I ordered it and told her what, what it was. And then you know what she said? You better give me some money for it. Oh. Listen, but it, it, it's in the past. It's in the... But we'll, we'll have reminders of it every month for a little while. And uh, get excited. But we, we see it in the past. But you know what? We don't forget. We've got to remember that it's, some things are not instant. Remember the, uh, the wise men... The wise men, they were from afar. Wise men from the east. Studying and looking, and they saw a great star. They, they, they had been studying, they had been anticipating, they had been looking. And when they saw this, they knew, and the Holy Spirit prompted them. And they began their journey to the baby Jesus. Now, we always depict them and show them showing up at the manger. But that's not true. They came sometime later. We don't exactly know. We do know that when they showed up at Herod's place, and when then they left, and I'm getting ahead of myself, but Herod came in and killed all the babies two years and under. So it could have been that far. They begin to follow a star. They begin to follow a prophecy. They begin to follow something dropped in their heart. They begin to follow a vision. Many of you will have forgotten Christmas. The decorations will be put up. The toys that you bought, the batteries will run dead and they'll be broken and thrown away. And you'll have forgotten it. But I'm telling you, there's got to be a vision. There's got to be something that lasts longer than just a week or a month. We try to put up these decorations and have them up by the first Sunday in December, our friends and family day. Because we like to celebrate the whole month. Because there's too much work to put it up for a week. Y'all feel that way about your house? Yeah. And so you put it up, you want to enjoy it. But then we put it, we move on. But there's got to be something that sticks in our heart that keeps driving us through January, February, March, and on into our future. Amen. These wise men, they were on a journey. They were following a star way past the time of the birth. Then there was a season. That the star disappeared. There was a season the clouds blocked the view. There was a season of darkness. 
And they just did what they thought was best. They assumed. Many of us do that. We go through a time of, uh, of excitement. We go through a time where we're being guided and led. But I'm telling you, every one of us may go through a time this year of darkness, a time that we can't see the light, a time that we don't know what's ahead of us. And they just assumed where would a king be born. And they said, it's got to be the palace. So they went to the palace. They asked the king. They got all the wise men together. They got the, the scribes and Pharisees. They got the prophecy. Savior will be born in Bethlehem. They had redirection. There's going to be lots of times this year that you're going to get redirected. That's why I love my GPS. I get lost. My GPS never calls me an idiot. Never says I'm stupid. Never says I told you so. No matter how many detours I make, no matter how many stops I make, no matter if I don't listen to her or get... Yeah, I said her. Every time I get off track... It just says, recalculating. You see, no matter where you go, this no matter how off track that you've gotten, God can still get you to your destination. Now, here's the key. It changes your arrival time. See, some of y'all should have already arrived. Some of you should be further... Let, let me rephrase that. Some of us should be further along than we are. But detours, buckies. Can we stop at Bucky's for a bathroom stop? Bucky's is not a bathroom stop. Bucky's is bathroom, food, shopping. At the minimum 30-minute stop. And 50 bucks. If you're lucky. If you want to save money 2024, go to the gas station on down the road. Yeah, but, but, but the deal is, every time you stop, every time you get sidetracked, every time it delays your arrival time, I'm telling you, I'm ready to arrive. But you know what? i got to stop getting off track. I've got to stay focused. But you know what? I also want to enjoy the journey. Used to, we used to go, go, go. Got to get there. Now, need to stop, need something to drink, go to the bathroom. What? We just do it. I want to enjoy the journey. You know, it's not just about the destination. It's about enjoying the things. Because I'm, I know I'm going to get there. We're going to get where we're going. But I don't want to miss the beauty that's around me. Now, I don't want to get sidetracked with trouble. Pastor Marcello, they, they took a little five-hour detour. But it wasn't to see the beauty. 
It was at the mechanic shop. <laughs> About 30 miles, going 40 miles an hour with the car making noise. Listen, that's not the kind of detours we like, is it? But guess what? Sometimes you got to do it. Some things, sometimes things break. Sometimes relationships happen. Sometimes kids have issues. Sometimes you have health problems. But there's things that delay our progress. But the key is we just got to be patient, get it fixed, do the work, pay the bill, and move on. See, there's a lot of people still stuck at the mechanic shop from 2023. They, they had a blowout. They, they, they had trouble. They had trouble in their marriage. They had trouble with their kids. They had trouble in their finances. And they got stuck. And they're still there. They got mad. They got angry. And they just camped out there. Listen, I don't want to camp out at my trouble. I want to camp out at my victories. Come on. I'm leaving my troubles in 2023. I'm carrying my victories over to 2024. I got to hurry because I hadn't even turned my iPad on yet. We hadn't even got to the message. This is just the appetizer. By the end, I'm going to throw out our 2024 uh, theme, but I'm not going to preach on it today. We'll start that next week, uh, but we'll just lay it out. So we're just finishing up. We're closing out. This is dessert, Okay. Your little appetizer going. So just, just stir, stir up, stir. Listen, it's beginning, it's middle, it's end. Little steak, little potatoes, little cheesecake. Come on. Little peanut butter fudge. Yeah. Had Pastor Marcelo a plate. Now, that's a, that, that's a giving plate. Okay? That plate was given to us by, by Misty and Joe with, with, with good desserts on it. And they say, don't give it back. You got to pass it on. So now you got to make something and pass it on to somebody else. But he came home to some peanut butter fudge on his desk this morning. Yeah. See, we, we, like, we like something sweet, don't we? We, we, we like, God's going to give us some sweets this year. Now, we can't eat all sweets all year. But see, Pastor came home straight home, went to the gym, went to the obstacle course. I asked him. I said, you didn't invite me? You know what he did? He laughed. This year, he's gotten tired of inviting me. One time, he said, you want to go exercise? I said, yes. And then I realized he said exercise. I thought he said extra fries. I was like, yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> Woo. So, so, so they, these wise men, they went through a time. They got sidetracked, and they thought, hey, we know where he would be born. But you know what they found out? He wasn't in the palace. Thank God Jesus came to the lowly. He came, amen, for all. He didn't just come for the rich. He didn't come for the kings, for the palace. Amen. He came for all mankind, born in a stable. Amen. Shepherds that came. We, we, we know the whole story from this season. But these wise men, well, pastor, if they were so wise, why didn't they know that? Because, listen, everybody don't know everything. I know you think you're wise, but you don't know everything. And sometimes we just do the best we can. We, we, we go where we think we should, and here they are. And they went through that season of darkness. But guess what? 
When they left the palace, the Bible said, the star appeared again. Can I just encourage you? If you go through seasons this year to where that guiding light is not there, that drive, that passion, uh, that just clear view of of where you're going and you find yourself kind of lost, don't give up. Don't quit. You, You just keep doing what you know to do. Keep doing right. Keep making forward progress. And I promise you, the star will appear again. The light will shine again. Maybe you go through some dark times. Maybe you go through some sick times. Maybe you go through some broke times. Maybe you go through some mad times. Maybe you go through times of struggle. But it's not going to last forever. This too shall pass. My, my sister, I miss her. I've missed her the last few weeks. Uh, she, right before Christmas, had surgery on her shoulder. And so uh, she, she's doing better. She got her stitches out. And uh, it won't be long. Hopefully she can start some rehab. It's, but it's going to be a process. It's going to be weeks and months. But uh, the thing is, it's not going to be forever. When you're in the middle of it, and you're in pain, it feels like forever. But I promise you, healing is taking place. Healing is taking place in your heart, in your family, in your relationships. And one day you're going to look up and the star is going to shine again. And you're going to have new hope and you're going to begin to follow. Well, the Bible says that they came to the house where the young child was. So, whether he was two or under, it had been quite some time, quite some journey. Now, they stopped in East Texas over, I think it was like Golden, I think. And they saw this lady there at the skating rink named Sandra. And they, she had the manger all set up with firemen. And they said, what is this? And she said, don't y'all read the Bible? They're like, what? She said, yes, the Bible clearly says they came from afar. That's that East Texas vernacular. From the far. It was afar. It was burning. (laughs) Well... I better open my iPad, hadn't I? So, they came, and the Bible says they worshipped, and they gave their gifts. Now listen, this had been some time after the manger. But you know what? They didn't lose their drive, their passion for what they first saw. What you've experienced this Christmas, what in 2023, the vision God has given you, the, the goals that you've set, maybe you didn't reach them. Don't scrap them. Just keep moving forward. Let the star guide you and appear again. And they got there and they worshiped. And do you not know God's right on time? They brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They bought these precious things and presented them. Now, why in the world do they need that? Have you ever got a blessing, extra money, and you thought, wow, that's exciting. Why did I get this? I've got to the point 
when extra money comes, I start looking around going, "Uh uh-oh. What's fixing to break? Because Because the God I serve always provides what I need. It was right after that that the angel spoke and said, it's time to get out of here. You got to go to Egypt. They had to go to Egypt and live for years. Now, listen, I'm asking a question. How'd they make the journey? How'd they have the expenses? How did they pay the gas for the donkey? How'd they pay for the hotel? How did they? I tell you how. Because God sent some wise men on a long journey. They didn't show up until they needed to. Can I tell you today, there is a caravan on its way to your house, but it's not going to show up until you need it. But when you get it, don't go, Woohoo! it's time to go party or go on vacation. No, the Lord's about to send you on a journey. He provided for them. God will always provide for you. Now, the wise men had to turn and make the long journey back. And I bet when they got home, their wives were mad. Where have you been so long? Why have you been gone so long? All their friends, what have you been doing? Y'all just packed up the camels and took off. You've been following some crazy vision, some crazy dream. Listen, they got back and they had to say, listen, we found what we set out to find. We did what we set out to do. Listen, sometimes we, we, we get here, but it's a journey back. But you know what? I guarantee you all the way back, they were talking going, can you believe we saw the Messiah? Now, They were from a long way off. Facebook, Twitter, X. They didn't have all that stuff. Okay? They didn't get to see Jesus do miracles. They didn't get to see Him die on a cross or see Him raised from the dead. But they were just as much a part of His story as all the ones that were. See, all of us are on a journey and we have different parts to play. And God uses you in people's lives. Sometimes you're the one there to receive the gifts. But did you know what? It's much better to be the one there giving the gifts. Huh? I want to be the one this year coming, knocking on the door, bringing the gifts. I want to be the one blessing people. I want to be able to be the one, amen, following the star and going, I've got a vision. And that vision is to see something I've never seen. And then on my way home, rejoice at what I've seen and what I've done. Listen, this this thing is a journey, okay? Let's enjoy the journey. 2023. Are you ready? You ready to close this year out? 2023 was the year of... Okay, let's say it like we mean it. I know, I know it's been a long time since January, but we hadn't forgot. 2023 is the year of decree. 
It's a year of decrees. We've been decreeing some things. We started out decreeing some things, and sometimes we get a little lax in, in decreeing those things, but we're going to decree them one more time. Y'all ready? Let's put up our decrees, and let's say it like we mean it. I decree that in 2023, I will know Jesus better. Stop right there. Do you know Jesus better now at the end of this year than you did in the beginning? Have you read more of His Word? Have you had any more relationship? Uh, Do you feel like you're closer to Him now than you were? Or are you further away? Only you can answer that question. But we begin to decree it, and we've been pushing toward it. And I trust that you can say today, I'm closer than I was. I decree that in 2023, I will be in better hell. How are you feeling? Feeling good? Lose some weight? Oh, I lost some weight. And I found some. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. But you know what? We're going to... Pastor, I'm coming back. Don't give up on me. Keep working on it. Keep working on your health. Keep working on your habits. Keep working. And let's keep believe it. Let's don't just say, well, it's the end of the year. I don't have to do that no more. Come on. I decree that in 2023, I will prosper financially. You know what? I'm excited. I can't wait to get my giving statement at the end of the month. I want to know, did I give more this year than I've ever given? Because if I have, it's me, it means I've made more than I ever made. You see, we're on a journey of giving. And we, 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 I, we say, no, this is not about getting. Because if God can get money through you, He'll get money to you. He wants to prosper and bless you. But you've got to work hard. Come on. Let's stop working half a job and let's start working two jobs. Come on. We work like three jobs. We, our, our, what, you, you know our motto? Do, y'all, do, do they want to join our motto? I, I, don't know, I don't know if they can handle it. Yeah, I don't think they can. But we'll tell you. Maybe maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Our motto is whatever it takes. There's nothing below us. There's nothing too hard for us. We'll dig a ditch. I'll clean out a porta potty without gloves. If I have to, to feed my family, to put food on the table, to invest, to put money in the bank, to give to a missionary, to feed the hungry. I will do, we say it all the time, we'll do whatever it takes. We'll work ever how many jobs. We'll work ever how many hours. We're not trying to do less. I'm trying to do more so that I can give more. I want to be a blessing. Amen? Well, that's just, that's just us. We're going to keep doing it in 2024. I decree that in 2023, I will build healthy relationships with friends and family. How you doing? Did, did you fix anything this year? Did you tell anybody you were sorry? Did, did you know some things, some, some things you can't fix? Sometimes people move on. Sometimes people pass on, whatever. But you know what I'm telling you? If you can fix it, try to fix it. It's worth fixing. 
friends, relationships, family, children. If you can fix it, if you can say, I'm sorry, who cares whose fault? Who cares what happens? Say you're sorry and make things right. Let's don't, let's don't stop this one. Let's keep getting better, healthier relationships. I decree that in 2023, I will do what I was called to do. Now, some of us still trying to figure out what we're going to call, what we're called to do. I don't know what I'm going to do when I grow up. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing until I find out. You know, sometimes we, we're, we're always looking for this great, big, you know, world. Sometimes the Lord's called you to be right where you are, to do right what you're doing. He gave you the talent and the ability. He opened the door for you to do what you're doing and where you're at. And let me tell you something. If you're not where you need to be, the Lord is able to move you. I'm going to tell you something. The perfect job still has bad days. Because it's still a job. And it still requires work. I mean, me and pastor say it all the time. The ministry would be amazing if it wasn't for people. <laughs> people mess it up for us. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I got these two big, huge statues. I'm going to tell you what they are. Uh, almost gave me a heart attack a while ago. Ran back to the office. And there that thing stood, scared. I thought somebody was in there. Scared me to death. Those two big old things standing there all wrapped up. The Several people came in my office. I said, these are the last two people came in my office complaining. <laughs> wrapped them things up like mummies. <laughs> Listen, we love people. And we know people are just like us, imperfect. You can't live in a world without problems. This is, our, this is, I think it's the perfect job. But it comes with problems. Because it comes with people. If you're going to have children, you're going to have stinky diapers. You're going to have cries. You're, 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 you're going to go through some struggles. But is it worth it? Oh my goodness. My mama would tell you it was. She'd tell you, I mean, I was the perfect child. Now, my brother Paul thinks he was. He thinks he was. <laughs> my sister's not here to... She knows she was. Ah, uh, but listen, it's worth it. The struggles. So you're on your, your greatest day, your best job, your dream, whatever, it still takes work. Don't give up. So we're, we're going into 2023... Are you ready for this one? I de- I'm never going to stop this one. I decree that in 2023, my children and my grandchildren will serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. My son-in-law, my daughter, they're serving the Lord. And they're going to continue to serve the Lord. And my grandbaby, Mackenzie, is going to serve the Lord all the days of her life. Amen. I don't know what God's called her to be, but whatever it is, she's going to be the greatest at it. And she's going to be the cutest doing it. Yeah. Her and Collins, who knows what the Lord's called them to do. Yeah. And I told my children, 
I, I, I'm decreeing more. They gave us the greatest gift, and they're going to give us some more in the future. But you know what? Never stop praying for your children. Never stop praying for your grandchildren. Even when they stray. Even when they do crazy things. Even when... Don't give up on them. Come on. Every mama, every grandmama, don't ever give up on those babies. Keep praying. Amen? All right. Is there another one down there? Is that it? That's what I thought. Okay. We're never going to get... We're never, don't stop decreeing. Don't stop saying things out of your mouth. Abraham called those things that were not as though they were. We decree a thing and it will be established. We decree it. So do we just forget all of this? Do we just wipe this away and say, okay, that's done, the year's over. No, what now? Well, I'll tell you what now. 2024... Is going to be a year of what, Toledo? The year of the back of my head. There it is. Woo! The year for more. More what? Well, King James has 686 mores. I'm not going to preach them all. There's a lot of more. But I can tell you first and foremost... I decreed in 2023 that I wanted to know Jesus better. And I promise you in 2024, I want to know Him more. I want more Jesus. Can't get too much Jesus. Now, we're going to lay out over these months what more means. Now, it's the year. It's not the year of more. Say it with me. The year for more. Now, more for is a proposition. For is a proposition and it denotes, listen to this, it typically denotes purpose or destination. Anybody want to go somewhere? Anybody want a purpose? Listen, we're going to arrive at the year end on purpose for a purpose. It's the year for. Begin to design some things, destine some things, keep decreeing some things, keep believing that what God is already doing, Lord, don't stop it. Give me more of it. More relationship, more finances, more help, more Jesus, more. I mean, we're going to cover a gamut of things. I've been writing, writing, looking scripture after scripture, looking at all the things where he says more, more this, more that. And we, there's some exciting things that he's already, he has given us so many of these things. But can anybody handle a little more? Yeah. I'm going to start today. I'm going to go to the restaurant. Get some dessert. And then I'm going to say, I have some more. I have a little more. Because Tuesday's coming. Now, Monday, today, and tomorrow, you need to finish eating every sweet in your house. Let's come on. Let's get on a, let's get on a sugar rush. I got so much dessert, so much stuff. 
But we're going to kick off our month of prayer and fasting here at the Lord's house. If you're new this year, uh, there's several things that we do out through the year uh, that we've done for many, many years. And the first thing is we dedicate January to the Lord. We give him first. We talk about tithe. It's the first. It's not what you have left over. If I have any money left over, I'll give it to the Lord. No, it's the first 10% you give to God, and then He blesses the 90, and you prosper. We give the first to the Lord of our time, of our energy, of our prayer, of our faith. And so this year, we're going to do a five-day fast. It's going to start Tuesday morning and end Saturday night after prayer meeting. So what can you do? Now, do something. Give up something. What can you what can you say, you know what? I, I can I can do without that five days. I can cut out caffeine. I can cut maybe you want to fast totally. One meal or two meals or one day or you allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Now the Bible says when you fast, don't do it as the hypocrites and put a ashes on your face and they're like the Pharisees and Sadducees and they would go out and, oh I'm so hungry look what I'm doing the Lord said that you, that you get the glory but this is a corporate fact so this is happening inside the house all of us at the end we're going to rejoice and the, we're going to see the blessings we always do the anointing as we corporately say Lord I want to dedicate the first of 2024 to you and I want to sacrifice listen the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life, the, what, what got Adam and Eve in the beginning. She saw it look good, smelled good, tasted good. Listen, those are the desires of the flesh. Let's take a few days and say, Lord, I'm going to deny myself those desires for you. So what can you do? You, you, you pray, ask the Holy Spirit what he would have you do. Maybe it's to give up an item. Maybe it's to give up a day. Maybe it's a, a one meal a day. Maybe the whole five days. I don't know what the Holy Spirit will say to you. If you've never done a total fast with water only, maybe you could do a, 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 a liquid fast. You could just, whatever is liquid, you could do that. It's a, a good way. You do whatever the Holy Spirit says to you. Now, we always say this every year. If it doesn't mean anything to you, it doesn't mean anything to God. Huh? Don't jump up here and tell me, I'm going to fast asparagus. Have you ever eaten asparagus? No? Okay then. That don't count. Pastor, I'm going to fast breakfast. What time do you get up? 11 o'clock? No. That don't count. You already missed it. Come on. Let that stomach grumble a little bit and say, you know what, Lord? Thank you. Thank you. Because there's some people's stomachs grumble every day. They have nothing to eat. We can deny our flesh. And we can say no to the carnal desires of the world. So I encourage you. Let's take these five days, Tuesday through Saturday. Now, Saturday night, we're going to have a powerful night of prayer and worship. 
The worship team will be here. It'll be from 6 to 7. It'll be live. If you can't join us in-house, join us on Facebook. About every 10 minutes, we'll have someone else step up and pray over a particular thing. And then we'll spend a few minutes praying corporately about that. Uh, It'll be a time of just thanking God and giving Him uh, that fast. And we'll close out that time. And uh, let's believe the Lord for the year of far more purpose a destination more of what he's already started more of what he's already done how how many could use more mercy we're going to talk about that but the problem is when we say Lord give me more mercy then you got to show more mercy for the merciful shall obtain mercy We're going to talk about that. Mercy, grace. There's so much things that we're going to talk about this year. And we'll start laying it out next week. Christmas is in the rearview mirror. It was great. It was fun. This was beautiful. But we're going to start looking forward now. I'm going to thank God for all the decrees I made and for whatever come forward. But now I'm going to say, Lord, it's time for more. And it starts with more Jesus. So if you want to have more Jesus, you got to deny yourself first. John said, I must decrease and he must increase. I need Jesus to grow. I need to grow up a little bit this year. So it's going to be the year for more. Can I get an amen? Give Jesus a hand clap today.